we have uh, a special guest with us. I'm Stephanie Powell and I'm Pearl. And we have Miranda Bogue with us this week. She's a, a great friend. So welcome, Miranda. Thank yes, you. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> we are so excited. I was, I, I think like, you know, it's usually Facebook. You like, you know, people call it fake book and you read things, you know, like, oh, everything's so perfect and dangerous or whatever. And I was, came across your post one day and you talked about like, a little shared a little snippet of like your pregnancy journey and I was taken back because this is pregnancy number three and you just I would have never known that I would have never known that there's a challenge in it I would have never known that that was part of your story because you you behave so graciously with it and like you're just so Christ-like with it so here we are I thought we need to talk to you about that and how what that is like and how prayer has shaped you and your perspective. So I don't even want to say what the thing is because I'm going to say it wrong. So I'll let you take it from there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually had to listen to a soundbite before we started today because I learned the word in a second language. So oh, wow. I, I had to, I had my first pregnancy experience overseas. So, um, okay. I learned about that. Anyways, I think it is called <laughs> hyperemesis gravidarum. I thought you would say it in English. So. Don't worry, we won't repeat it. Yes, <laughs> and we won't ask you to spell it at all. <laughs> I can spell it, but I yeah, saying it is a trick, but I think it's hyperemesis gravidarum. So, um, and it's basically the big word for people who are extremely sick uh, for all nine months of the pregnancy. So it's not like morning sickness. It's not like just a little discomfort it's it's an extreme long-term sickness where you're ill to the point of dehydration and sometimes even hospitalization um, uh, during most or all of a pregnancy and so it's it's a very small population of people who actually get this um, illness I think it's like two percent of people actually have this and it's becoming more widely known just because like some celebrities and different people have had it um, so it's people are slowly becoming more aware of it but something you don't hear of when you think about getting pregnant and the joy of bringing a new baby into this world so yes yeah, not at all that's not what you hear about it is clearly not been ice cream and pickles for you I mean <laughs> not even a little bit I wish though you, I would have never known that because we knew you or I knew you with your second pregnancy and like I would have never known it was to that extreme mm. and just like what a testament into like how you allowed God to just be your strength and like even now like I didn't know that you're well on into this third pregnancy and I still didn't know it was the, to that degree and so how would you say like being a believer and prayer has shaped how you take that diagnosis, take that lab label, I guess, if we want to say that. Yeah, um, I think it's just, it's, I think it definitely being a believer helps because it's a constant reliance on the Lord for your strength. Like, mm -hmm. there's no amount of my own strength that could carry me through um, the nine months and this being the third time of the same diagnosis. Um, yeah. So I feel like it, I just, I mean, prayer has just carried me and prayer. I mean, I've just really had to let go almost of what I thought prayer looked like or what prayer was supposed to be mm. and like pray differently or 
lean on the Lord differently in different parts of the journey for each pregnancy, but specifically this one, I could definitely see like there were different types of prayer or different things in my, you know, relationship with the Lord that gave me that strength through, mm. through each level of sickness, you know, as, as it built up and got to its worst point, And then as it released and let go to a little bit more of a milder point, at, at least for this pregnancy. So it has carried me and it has been my strength the entire time because I definitely couldn't do this on my own. There's no part of my being that's capable, I don't think. So it's been just definitely super important. Yeah, there's different seasons where you don't feel like you're actually at the point where you can just pray for hours um, over something. And so, you know, there's different times and and different seasons. And, you know, we've even referenced before and talked about how sometimes you don't even have the words, like you're just so exhausted kind of thing. And I know that your body has probably struggled at times with just feeling so weak that you almost don't, don't even have the words to put in in the form of how to pray kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's like when I like learned that like silence and listening can be a part of prayer or that even just breath prayers, like Lord help me, like in moments where I couldn't even hold my head up. I couldn't even prepare meals for my family. I couldn't take care of my kids the way that I would love to do. I mean, just, just like little, just little breaths of like, Jesus, I need you right now. Like, you know, were so important in my prayer life because I couldn't even utter the words that I really needed to say in those moments. So. Exactly. So well, funny. and I know too, like looking looking forward to the gift that will be in the end. Like you're running, like you are literally running a race and I know some days get long, but um, I know that that has been one of the only things that probably makes it all worth it it makes the hard journey all worth it in the end is the, the gift that you that you'll one day hold in your arms <laughs> absolutely absolutely and it's kind of yeah like it's a real like physical tangible way of like focusing on the prize you know how mm-hmm. it talks about focusing on the prize but <laughs> in this case the prize is more more soon to be attained <laughs> just right like, a few short weeks here and so that'll be worth it when I see her little face and and I can reflect on all the prayers I've prayed over her and prayed with her you know like as a part of she's been on this journey with me too so that's Mm -hmm. been beautiful so I'll get to see all of that summed up which will be awesome continue there's there's no doubt that I think i you're probably already raising a little fighter. She's going to be a little fighter, a little prayer warrior that you're just already praying over. And so, but you know, a lot of women, a lot of um, expecting mothers may be experiencing similar. They may not have easy pregnancies. And so, um, is there any advice or any encouragement that you would just like to give to anybody that may be listening to this or even walking through somebody, something that's not a pregnancy? I don't know but just a a bit of an encouragement that maybe you wish someone would have said to you during this time or something like that. Yeah. I think Um, just, just realizing that like there's different, everybody's different and that pregnancy or any other journey, it isn't always going to look like someone else's journey. And I think this is where we get into the whole, like, 
comparing and like looking at others' lives and thinking, well, you know, they had a great pregnancy and, you know, pregnancy looks like it's this way or whatever the, the illness or the journey that you're going through or the struggle look, you know, it doesn't look the same for each person and everybody's body is different. Everybody's situation is different. And so I guess like releasing the expectation, like, especially if you're going through something like in a pregnancy right now where it's hard, just releasing the expectation, like that it's going to look like someone else's. Um, and just like trusting that the Lord knows your individual path and he's gone before you. So it may be different, but God can equip you for that situation, um, you know, through just drawing near to him. But it's okay that it's different and it's okay to let go of what you expected something to be like um, and just kind of let go and just embrace the difference. Um, there's so many other people on this journey, even if we don't see them. Um, I've met so many people just via like kind of the internet that have been on a similar journey, even if none of my friends have been through something similar. And so it's just like letting go and knowing that there is community out there um, with people dealing with something like your situation, but it may not be in your circle and it may just be something you have to reach out and connect to as well. That's good. That's a really good reminder. I love that you like reaching out. Like that is like a great thing we have right now. The technology connect. You're connected to people that you share a similar story with that you probably, like you said, won't encounter in your circle. And then breath prayers. I think that is such a beautiful way to say that. Like, cause sometimes, man, it's all we can do to breathe, like keeping our head above water. Mm -hmm. So I just, I love that we just want to encourage all our people, just 901, we want you to find your minute to pray, even if it's just a minute of breath prayers, but we want you to find your minute.